The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Mary Magdalene stayed outside the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he had told her. The Gospel of the Lord. Remembering people's names is a very important skill for priests and preachers. Why? Well, it makes people feel loved and cared for when you remember their name. They feel close to you and you feel close to them. But it can be hard to remember thousands of people's names. As I've said before, we have over 6,000 people who belong to Immaculate Conception Church. I had a friend in the seminary who went to great lengths to remember people's names, and he learned all kinds of elaborate name association techniques that would trigger his memory when he saw someone. His association techniques usually related to people's facial features, like the eyes, or their nose, or their lips, and their mouth, etc. Now, with everyone wearing masks in church, however, many of those facial features are hidden. You all look the same to me now. <laughs> you know how they say that about people from other countries? All Indians look the same. In the Gospel today, Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene, and she has trouble remembering Jesus' name and his identity. Indeed, she mistook him for the gardener. Maybe Mary thought, all gardeners look the same. He's just another one. But after Jesus says her name, Mary, she immediately remembers his name and calls him Rabuni, which is just another form of rabbi or teacher. Somehow Jesus' resurrection has not only revealed his identity as the Son of God, it has also concealed his identity as simply a Jewish rabbi. 
In other words, Jesus has become both easier and harder to recognize. And I believe this is both deliberate and decisive. In Luke chapter 24, two disciples are on the road to Emmaus, and they do not recognize Jesus, who walks with them and talks with them for nearly seven miles. But then their eyes are opened in the breaking of the bread. That's Bible code language for the Eucharist. At first they thought he was just another visitor to Jerusalem, and they wrote him off. In Acts chapter 9, Saul the Pharisee encounters the risen Jesus on the road to Damascus and asks, Who are you, sir? And Jesus replies, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. And Saul was blind for three days, but when he opened his eyes, he could see Jesus in all Christians whom he had been persecuting. But before that encounter, Saul would have said, Ah, that's just another Christian. They all look alike. In other words, Jesus is present in each person. And in Matthew chapter 25, in the dramatic final judgment scene, where Jesus separates all humanity into the sheep and the goats, into the blessed and to the condemned, What causes you to end up in one group or in the other? Jesus explains, Whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. And they ask, When? We did not see you. In other words, the saved will see Jesus in the poor. The resurrection, therefore, has revealed Jesus' glory and identity, but it has also concealed his presence in the Eucharist, in the church, the body of Christ, and in the poor. Jesus will be both more easy to see because he will be everywhere and we will recognize him, and he will also be hard to spot and pick out. My friends, do you have a job or a responsibility that requires you to remember a lot of people's names? Almost all of us do. Not only pastors, but teachers, catechists, have lots of students to remember, and every year, new students to remember. Also, leaders of church ministries with many members, like the Ladies Auxiliary. (laughs) Even some families that have so many uncles and aunts and cousins and in-laws, you can't remember them all, like the Seben Morgans and the Siders and the Sanchezes. It is certainly a good thing to do like my friend in the seminary and learn everyone's names. It will help you to feel close to them and for them to feel close to you, and that's good. But there is, I am convinced, a deeper identity in each person. Namely, Jesus is in them. That is, even if we cannot remember someone's name, be careful not to write them off or dismiss them as with thoughts like, oh, he's just another gardener. 
or all those Indians look alike. Each person is a unique and unrepeatable child of God. And even if you cannot remember their name, at least remember Jesus is in them. Even if you forget names like Maestri or Martinez or McNally, just remember the name Jesus. Praised be Jesus Christ.